very non-technical t- technical definition here. So don't don't come at me. All right. If if you know that this is a little bit more simplistic, it, it's okay. This is a little bit simplistic. Episode 1163 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode, best of ish edition. Today's quick tip: Is there such a thing as drinking too much water? Hey y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you by the folks over at Dry Seats who make, near as I can tell, the best uh, seat protectant for your cars on the market, specifically designed to keep your seats clean and dry after uh, some type of epic running adventure where you're getting in the car and heading home, whether it's race day, whether it's a group run, whether it's a group workout, whether you just head to the trails on a you know random Tuesday to go get some miles in away from the normal you know hustle and bustle of, of maybe running outside your front door like I tend to do, uh, getting back in the car after a sweaty run is uh, not exactly ideal. You know, maybe you've got fancy leather car seats, which Lord knows I don't have those. But if you do, you're like, yeah, no big deal. I can wipe them down. Yeah, but you're still getting funk and grime and all that kind of stuff. You know, especially if you're out on the trails, a little dirt, little little who knows what, uh, rubbing that into the leather of your car seats. That's not ideal. And then, of course, if you've got, uh, you know, cheap cloth covered seats like uh, I've got in my whip, uh, you know, getting back into those when you're funky. Uh, all that all that funk does is just soak into the car seats, and pretty soon, you know, you got you got a little uh, a little aroma coming with you. Not only just in the car in general, but maybe you're actually driving somewhere, you know, to work or to some type of of function where getting out and having clean clothes that smell like trail funk, not exactly ideal. Enter dry seats. Throw these throw these car seat covers over your car seat. Uh, you know, when you're when you're coming. I mean, I just kind of keep mine in the car all the time, take it out when I need to wash it, which is real easy to do. They come in, they come out, easy to install, uh, easy to wash, easy to clean. And best of all, no matter what kind of seats you do have, if you got the, if you got the fancy leather seats, and I'm not here to judge, you know, someday, someday I'll, I'll have a fancy car. But if you've got fancy leather seats, you don't have to worry about it doing anything, causing any problems to your leather. If you've got the, if you've got the, uh, the, the cheap cloth seats like I do, hey, no factor there as well. Uh, just keep your keep your seats clean. No hassle with towels and shifting around and things like that. They stay in place. Won't damage the car seat. Still easy to use your seat belt. So, you know, we can be safe there as well. Um, just really all around a great product. Definitely 10 out of 10 recommend. Glad to have them for my car. Got an extra one for Rebecca's car. So, you know, in case I take her car somewhere, hey, I can keep... She doesn't have leather seats, but she's got nicer seats than I do. I can keep her seats from getting that trail funk on them as well. So if you want to get yourself, you know, one for one for your car, maybe get a couple, you know, so you got you got the whole crew, the whole caravan covered up. Uh, dry-seats.com is the website. That's dri-seats.com. And uh, you can use the code DIS20 at checkout to save yourself 20% on your order. And again, 10 out of 10 recommend. Made in the USA. Glad to have Dry Seats on board as a sponsor uh, and hope that uh, you'll support them because it really is a good product and uh, something that, you know, once you have it, you're like, gosh, how did I, how did I ever get by without this? So check it out, dry-seats.com. So today, quick tip, best of ish edition, looking, going back to September, 2015, originally episode 158. If you're new around here, we do these about once every month or so. We go back into the archives, an episode that uh, maybe is uh, well out of rotation, which I think this one clearly is pretty well out of rotation, and try to bring it back. And uh, especially if it's something that, that's timely, relevant to uh, you know the calendar, where we're at right now. And uh, like I said, this one came out in September 2015, episode 158. The audio is new. 
the blog post is more or less the same, although I spruced this one up a little bit because my blog post game eight years ago was pathetic. So kind of clean that up a little bit, try to make it a little bit better this time. Uh, didn't rewrite it, but you know, you can check it out if you want to at disruns.com slash 1163. But, uh, this this original episode was inspired because there was an, an article that came out in the New York Times um, about eight years ago that was talking about the risks associated with drinking too much water. And I think that that for a lot of us, and, and maybe you've already heard you know this type of message before that that too much water can be a problem, can be almost more, maybe not more of a problem, but equal levels of problem as drinking as being dehydrated during a run. Um, but for some folks, I mean, there's, there was a time when I was like, yeah, too much water? That's not a problem. You just pee it all out, right? Like, no big deal. No, 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 no. Actually, not the case. And there are there are some serious complications that can be associated with drinking too much water, uh, especially those that are, you know, trying to chug down lots of water throughout the day. Um, and especially if you're not replacing the electrolytes, uh, you know, with various salts, potassium, things like that, that you also lose both through your sweat and through your urine. Um where when you're drinking a lot of water, you know, you're flushing out the system a little bit more. you got to replace those things. And, you know, so often when it comes to summertime running, whether it's a group run, whether it's, you know, you just hear random schmucks with podcasts or see it on blogs, social media, things like that. Make sure you're drinking enough. Make sure your urine is, you know, a light color. Um, there's some meme out there that's like, you know, when it's just looking at a toilet bowl and it's like, it's, it looks clear and you're like, yes, fully hydrated. You know, if, if that's what, if that's what the water looks like after you go to the bathroom, um, and like all those things are good, right? Being hydrated is good. Our bodies just in general function better when we're in a well-hydrated state. Um, and there's there's certainly a, a decreased risk of heat issues and heat illness when we're pumping the fluids because it gives our body what it needs to cool ourselves in the form of perspiration, sweat. That's how we stay cool. But so often it's just talked about drink more, drink more, drink more, make more, make sure you're drinking. There's There's certain bits of advice, lines of reason that I've heard before in terms of like, you know, you need to make sure that you're, you're drinking during a run as much as you're losing in sweat. So that, you know, certain people, certain, certain publications, and I don't know if, I don't know if they still publish this, but I, I've seen it before where it's like, you need to weigh yourself before a run, weigh yourself immediately after a run. And then, then you figure out how much, you know, you lost weight you lost in, in terms of sweat, you know, how much body weight you lost in terms of, of losing fluids through perspiration. And then you can figure out, all right, so if I lost, you know, a pound of water during, um, an hour long run, which would probably be a lot, but I don't know. I mean, I've, I've never really played this game before, but let's just make the numbers equal. Um, that means I need to replace 16 ounces of fluid every hour while I'm running so that I don't run that deficit, you know, during a longer run, during a race, things like that. And quite frankly, I'm not saying that that doesn't work. I'm not saying that, that can't work, but I'm saying that that could be a bit too much because, you know, when it comes to, to replacing fluids while we're working out, while we're running, there is a point where too much, you know, where, where some water is good. Of course, you know, sometimes it, you're out there during the summer, you don't need me to tell you that it feels good to, you know, you probably know where that one public drinking fountain is in town. That's like has ice cold water and it's delicious. Uh, I still haven't figured out that one in here in Evans yet, but I know there was like two or three in Lakeland where like anytime we were around this area, like we were stopping. Well, Kate wouldn't always stop, but if I was running solo, I was going to stop at these, at these couple of drinking fountains because the water was good. It was cold, always cold. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was nice to get a drink here and there during the summertime, cool water, et cetera. I mean, I still bring water with me. I'm still going to keep bringing water with me because every once in a while, it's nice to have a hit. Um, but am I worried about drinking exact amounts? No. And I think that's, that's the point I want to get today that, that, uh, and this might be the shortest quick tip we've had in a while. I mean, who knows? 
Uh, but there's there's no specific line necessarily where too much water, like like where you know where too much is, right? Um, but the last thing you want to do is cross that line because then you start to get into, into potentially hyponatremia situation, which basically just means that you've got so much water in your system that it really kind of messes up very non-technical t- technical definition here. So don't don't come at me. All right. If, if you know that this is a little bit more simplistic, it, it's okay. This is a little bit simplistic, but just try to explain it. You drink too much water and it kind of basically just flushes the, the electrolytes out of your system. Um, osmosis happens in a funky way, which pushes the water into the cells where they're already hydrated. Now they're super hydrated. That causes problems. Um, and it can be deadly. It can be deadly point, you know, just point of fact, how much water does that take? I, I don't know. I don't know. Depends. Like there's not, there's not a certain line. So when it comes to drinking this summer, when it comes to drinking any time of year, yes, you want to be hydrated. Yes. You want to, you know, not see that dark orange or worse colored urine when you go to the bathroom. Cause that is a pretty good sign that you're not drinking enough, but make sure you're drinking water, drink some water during your run, but just don't feel like you have to over drink. Don't feel like, Oh my gosh, if I, if I am sweating at a rate of, you know, two ounces per 10 minutes of, of running. And I need to make sure I'm, I'm replacing enough to, to hold steady. Like, no, a little bit of dehydration is okay. Right. Our bodies, our bodies can handle that. Our bodies are really good at handling that a little bit of a little bit too hydrated. Yeah. That's really not a problem either. Um, so just kind of, kind of keep an eye on things overall, you know, kind of how you're feeling color of urine, all those types of things, great rules of thumb, but don't feel like you need to force a bunch of water right before a run. Don't feel like you need to force a bunch of water during a run, no matter how hot it is. Drink to thirst. Like that's a great barometer. And the other thing to keep in mind is that the the issues with hyponatremia are potentially more likely to bubble up if you're drinking straight water. And I'm not here to tell you that you can't drink straight water, that you shouldn't drink straight water, that you need to mix some type of electrolytes into your into your water. Now, if you like straight water, drink straight water. That's fine. But be aware that if you're running a lot, sweating a lot, drinking a lot of straight water, you need to be putting some electrolytes back in, whether that's in the form of just, you know, going a little bit heavier on the salt shaker, um, taking some type of salt tab, some type of electrolyte replacement somewhere throughout the day so that when you do sweat a lot and when you are putting a bunch of water back in, you're not depleting yourself and, and you don't even want to bump into, get close to bumping into hyponatremic territory. Okay. So when you hear all of the, uh, the talk this summer, when you get to the group run or the local, you know, the little local 5k or whatever that, that you're participating in during some of these hot months, hot weeks, hot days, depending on where you live. Um, and the people are talking about, Hey, make sure you're drinking plenty of water. We'll have a water stop here, water stop there, water stop there. Make sure you're drinking, drinking, drinking. So we don't have heat issues. Take that with a grain of salt. See what I did there. You get that? Ha ha dad joke. Um, but in all seriousness, like drink, drink, that's okay. Just don't drink too much because too much water when you're running can be a problem. And it's a problem that we really don't want to have to deal with if we can help it. So a little extra electrolytes, drink to thirst. And, uh, hopefully that'll be, that'll be all you need to think about when it comes to water this summer, drink to thirst, especially while you're running. Good to go. So there we go. There's a little trip back in time, a little, actually a quick, quick tip for a change. Back when I like tried to keep these things, like I really tried to keep these things at around 10 minutes. I super short, super sweet. 
Uh, clearly, we don't do that anymore. But, you know, we'll be back to the long quick tips here in another week or two. Uh, not next week because that's Q&A. So it'll be the week after that. You know, you know the schedule. Anyway, wh- how, how do you determine how much water to drink? Wh- what do you do to make sure that you don't go overboard but you don't skimp either? Uh, if, there's, if there's a rule of thumb that you follow, if, whether it's drink to thirst or something else, I'd be curious to, to know what works for you. At Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. Of course, you can also shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And if you want to head over to the show notes for today, terrible blog post because that's how I used to write them back in the day. And, you know, like I said, try to tweak it a little bit this time, but more or less, it's still a bad blog post. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we grow. We try to get better. We'll do better for the next quick tip. Uh, but Dizruns.com slash 1163 will get you there. Dizruns.com slash 1163. We've also got a link right there in the blog post to take you over to, to dry seats if, you, if you're in the market, and uh, I would recommend it. I love mine. Uh, dry-seats.com is the website. Diz20 at checkout. I'll save you 20%. It's better than a beach towel. I promise you, I tried to play the beach towel game for years. More of a pain in the tuchus than it's worth. Uh, dry seats, less of a pain in the tuchus. Not a pain in the tuchus at all, actually. Worth every penny. Uh, dry-seats.com is the website. Thanks to Dry Seats for supporting the podcast. And thanks you. Thank you guys for supporting the sponsors. Appreciate that. So with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Be safe out there this summer. All right, that's the name of the game. Drink some water. Drink the thirst. Don't force the issue. If you're, if you're not thirsty, you're probably good. You're probably good, all right? Uh, but until next time, y'all, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>